Welcome to the Wildflower Bee Farm Podcast. I'm Hank Sveck. This podcast is about helping you uh, learn and understand the different trials and tribulations of converting a 50-acre farm back to nature and a honeybee sanctuary, and how we struggle to continue to be servant beekeepers. Here's this week's episode. So you probably noticed we added a little intro there, make it a little easier to understand what we're doing as we welcome more guests and more people to listen. All kinds of exciting. Just did a walk around the farm. And um, if you go to us on Instagram, wildflower underscore bee underscore farm, you'll see the the, the photos and the short video clips I put about uh, the bees flying right now. This is February 13th. So we just came back from a walk around the farm. And the number of hives that were just going out and enjoying this weather uh, for, uh, you know, elimination flights, going to the bathroom, all that kind of stuff. But just being out there and seeing them is so incredibly exciting. Now, there's a there's a couple of things I want to talk about today, and, and it's kind of like maybe it's a problem when, when things are going too well again. So when, I, when we walked around the farm, it looked like pretty much all but a couple of hives. So we went into the winter with 29, and it looks like right now we have about 26 that that appear to be quite healthy now a couple were in the shade so we're not sure if it was just too cold for them to come out but um regardless uh you know the goal was 15 hives or 10 to 15 hives to be sustainable and we're hoping we can hit close to 20 but we'll see we still have another four weeks to go a particular interest today would be um uh, some of the nukes so these are five frame nukes that we put um i i put out there just to see on a bit of a you know, I guess you call it a, a research study to see. We had um, five five-frame nukes, and then we had five uh, five-frame nukes with another uh, five frames above, so that would be ten. We have singles, deep singles, which are ten, and then we have a few doubles, with a which means there's a large deep on the bottom of ten frames, and then above that would be a medium super. So we're trying to understand. Does any of this make a difference? Now, the problem is when you have a winter like we've had so far with only a couple of weeks, maybe one week of very cold weather with wind chills of minus 30 or so, the rest of the time it was, um, it's was it been pretty nice. Like today, it's probably seven, eight degrees. Um, if you remember last year, we brought in, uh, we had four different new genetics. So we brought in the um, hives that had already wintered close by in uh, Dresden. Uh, from BLB honey and those those hives uh, were um, part carny and uh, it, it, it's a bit mystical but um, it'll come to me because I'm just losing it right now what other genetic they were but they were they had basically survived uh, one winter and we received 10 of those hives um, four of which um, appear to be um, we went into the winter with four, so we lost six throughout the season last summer uh, through primarily queen failure, we noticed. So we were able to use them for workers and to, uh, you know, pull some of the workers and add some of the new genetics. Um, and then I brought in genetics, uh, carnies. We brought in Saskatraz. And we uh, brought in some very sort of mystical genetic bees. Uh, we we um, we got them near Guelph, 
and we call him Zabo, and that's really the the founder of the Zabo Bees, and they're also doing quite well right now. So we really don't have a, you know, you would think in something like this there'd be some that would be more healthier than now we still have two to three months to go so you know you know as if you're a beekeeper that um that could be a crucial month for starvation so it's making me wonder about the five frame um nukes but i have to tell you they really do look pretty good uh we have noticed the saskatraz are out um, when it's like three degrees they're, they're out doing cleansing flights which we don't understand three degrees celsius because traditionally it's supposed to be 10 or they'll uh they'll not survive so there, there's some really odd going on the other thing inside we we, we look at our thermostats remember our, our temperature and humidity sensors are above which is you know where all the heat would go but you would think that it could be an indication of what's going on inside the hive as far as temperature goes and unless the cluster is right above like we're talking right on where that sensor is we're talking one hive that's continually mid-20s close to 30 celsius regardless of how cold it is outside so it's a it's an interesting thing i'm wondering if they're starting to if the queen's starting to lay already yeah that would take us to probably sometime in march mid-march for these uh new bees to hatch these new workers but i think it's too early probably another two weeks before that happens but before she starts laying but who knows it may depend on the you know the species of bees uh the the hive that is extremely warm is a carny carnaolian uh and it's uh it's extremely extremely warm uh inside and the saskatraz are doing well so my point of all that is we really don't have a lot of loss yet to be able to pull out and say okay this versus that seems to be working um when we look at treatment remember we did some tests with with um two different types we had some formic pro we put on four hives and we 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 had some uh, time uh thyme uh extract that we put on a few just to look at that change and we did that late in the summer and those are mite treatments just to provide us with some feedback as to um, whether or not that's going to make any difference whatsoever so you know i have to tell you i'm not sure where you are but when you get out there and you start walking around and you start seeing the bees flying and the sun's warm you start feeling like it's you know spring's just around the corner but we all know that um that may not be true so I'm Hank for the Wildflower Bee Farm. Just a couple things. Our, our book, What Grandpa Learned from the Honeybees, has had some really good reviews. So if you've got grandkids or you just want to get something to pass along to someone who wants to learn about bees, and remember the, the theme in that book is the little book to be smart with your money and help the environment. We think it's, uh, Mary and I are pretty very proud of this book. So have a look at it. It's on Amazon and soon to be on Audible. Um, this is Hank for the Wildflower Bee Farm. Have an amazing day. Remember to pick up my latest book, What Grandpa Learned from His Honeybees, the little book to be smart with your money and help the environment on Amazon or Audible. Pick it up today.